Welcome to Business Line's State of the Economy podcast, where you'll find insight, analysis, and the story behind the numbers. Hi, dear listeners. This is Raja Simman. Welcome to the State of the Economy podcast. In this episode, we are going to discuss the impact of the fog in Delhi on the movement of aircraft across the country. There were delays in flight arrivals and takeoff, leaving passengers agitated across the country. For instance, in Mumbai, due to delay in takeoff, passengers were seen having food at the tarmac. This created a huge controversy and the Directorate General of Civil Aviation imposed a fine of Rs 1.2 crore on the airline and Rs 60 lakh on the airport operator. Let's listen to what Bashim Govindrajan had to say on this issue. He has spent five decades in aviation. After being with Air India for over 30 years, he runs Thirwin Management, an aviation consulting and training organization based in Chennai. Welcome to this podcast, Govind. Uh, Govind, uh, thanks for joining. See, the fog over North India seems to be leading to a lot of flight delays in recent times. Uh, is it a common every year during winter? How different was this? Uh, we see a lot of challenges both in uh, airports as well as airlines having too many issues to be sorted out. What's your thought on this? Uh, December to February, in any winter, operations into and out of Delhi is always a challenge. Primarily due to fog and unexpected uh, sometimes the weather conditions will suddenly develop. That is also another issue. But is it a First time phenomenon in our country this year? No. For years together, I have been in this business for 50 years. And uh, no, Delhi is always the case. Sometimes even other northern Indian airports also will join. Whenever an airline puts any aircraft in the uh, road cycle, including Delhi, the consequential delays across the country will be felt because of the Delhi operation. What has happened this year? It has suddenly ballooned and many people uh, are quite upset and especially with the social media being very active, a lot of things are spoken about, few incidents which have taken place in the last 78 days. The first contributor for this problem is one of the runways uh, that is uh, 28, uh, 1028 seems to have a lot of working progress. That is one runway which has got Catri B facilities. That means which is largely used during this type of winter for uh, avoid, that is, uh, it gives clearance for people to land at very lower height also. But unfortunately, that runway seems to have been closed now and then. The reason given is recarpeting work. What people like us are a little bit unhappy on the whole issue is this is something which the terminal operators or the authorities should have visualized 
and they should have kept the runway free from such challenges much prior to the uh, weather season or the winter actually starts working over in Delhi. Even a couple of days back, the news came that the inspections are being carried out on runway 2H and they are likely to clear it. And in an airport, even though there are a couple of runways in Delhi, unlike other airports, runways getting close, which has got the instrument landing session of CAT 3B, if it is not going to be available for the pilots, definitely it is going to create chaos. And that is what has happened. Even though I have not been in the site, what I hear from the industry sources, the runway was not in ready condition to take care of the winter operation. And second issue is nowadays many of the airlines put their flight schedules back to back, uh, not giving much cushion for this type of adverse situations, adverse op operations. So what happens? The consequential delay, uh, consequential delay across the network could not be avoided. They, they were not in a position to pull out another aircraft from somewhere else or divert an aircraft which is operating one leg for another one. So the set pattern gets challenged. And uh, for the first time, some of the flights people say, what we hear in the report is, 10 hours, 12 hours. As a matter of fact, last Saturday, I was traveling out of uh, Goa to Bombay, a 45 minutes flight. My flight was delayed out of Goa itself around two, more than two hours. A 45 minutes flight, if it is delayed in departure of two hours, and then when it comes to Bombay, uh, there was congestion, so the airplane has to necessarily hover over airport for another 45 minutes. So it took nearly uh, airport to airport, uh, transportation around three and a half hours uh, from the scheduled time of uh, departure to scheduled time of arrival, uh, the actual time of arrival in Bombay Airport. Three and a half hours for a 45 minutes flight. It makes people definitely frustrated because neither Goa nor Bombay were involved in this um, problem with health, uh, that is the situation that is arising out of the weather. But it happens. And you can imagine what will be the uh, people. Uh, perception and people experience if these type of things are happening because of the weather. The primary reason I could visualize is non-preparedness. This is what I feel. Uh, I was coming to that point, actually, non-preparedness. But uh, looks like uh, in the past, we have not see seen a kind of situation like this. And uh, maybe uh, the operators and the airlines are not, as you said, not prepared for this kind of handling the situation? If you put the question to them, you very very prepared for it. Every airline, every operator, every civilization, authorities, authorities, they will say, we are in preparedness, we have got the SOP in place. Nobody is going to say we are not prepared for it. And when we say, when we say the SOP is in place, many airlines will say this word. We have the SOP. Is that SOP means a ground reality? That's very, very important. Writing an SOP with some words does not guarantee that things will happen in the exact way. Uh, when we have SOP in place, okay, if this is happening, this has to be done, that has to be done, yes, we write. But to what extent those SOPs of the airlines meet uh, the ground realities? 
And immediately people will say, we are not in a position to visualize the ground realities because things happen all of a sudden. Nothing happens all of a sudden. We have a very clear this thing first. Uh, there, there is something, even when there were no artificial intelligence and those stuff like that, there was a method of uh, <clears throat> what do you call uh, delay anticipation or uh, the, the operation disruptions is always visualized, taking the past experiences into consideration. To what extent they have done? That's a big question. Number two, number nowadays, uh, many of the aircraft are in, see, it's a commercial reason. We don't blame anybody. Commercial reason we have to keep the aeroplane up in the air as much as possible. When you do not have cushion time in your schedules, this type of disruptions are very, very difficult to manage. We must have some sort of elbow room when we put the schedule at least in winter, especially involving Delhi or Northern airports. Otherwise, no, uh, if you do not have uh, elbow room to accommodate anything, then this type of situation will certainly happen. The creeping delays, the consequential delays, and sometimes uh, the airlines are up to using a particular word called the uh, uh, flight is rescheduled. They do not want to even want to accept the word uh, delay. They want to say rescheduled. So that when you say rescheduled, uh, it gets a, what do you call it? a light attach. So mainly, uh, just because we have got SOP, we cannot say uh, we are all in the right track. One leading airline got into trouble because uh, they did serve food uh, in the tarmac, uh, which was actually, uh, the airline was also fined. Uh, this actually created a lot of uh, issues with on in terms of the safety and uh, also is it right what they have done. Humanitarian ways, they say what they have done is maybe justifiable. Uh, but what do you think about this? Uh, and also the entire issue of this fog actually came to limelight because of that one issue. Is it so? Absolutely, absolutely. That one particular incident in uh, Bombay, that is the passengers started using the tarmac or the airplane area where the aeroplanes are to be parked as the recreation room or the, uh, what you call the food court. And they started squatting on the ground. Uh, it certainly raised two issues. One is the uh, security concerns. Number one is the security concerns. It is reported to have been a blatant violation of the security protocols. Number two, on safety also. Because in the tarmac, there are certain disciplines are to be maintained, even if you have got a remote bay boarding, uh, the management of the passengers. That is, if they go on an aero bridge, that's a different issue. But the aeroplane is parked on a remote bay. Uh, you take the passengers on a passenger tender and uh, how to manage them near the aircraft in the open area is certainly, uh, certainly deserves a lot of uh, attention because it may cause um, some safety issues. But in this case, people seem to have used uh, uh, the open area. It can be spoken on humanitarian considerations, uh, all those things to cover it up. The fact remains there were blatant violations, probably which the airline did not visualize or the air, 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 uh, airport operator did not visualize it as a violation. Or things have gone beyond the control. Uh, because, you know, the frustration of the passengers are the peak. And, uh, you know, these days, if you really look at it, the, the 
many of the airlines. Another issue was holding the passengers uh, standing in the aero bridge for hours without knowing when they are going to board the airplane. This type of uh, passenger services in the airports are certainly a matter of concern, which will certainly uh, challenge the security and safety. And I think rightly the government has looked at it also. Uh, the Civil Aviation Authority, in fact, uh, did levy a penalty on both the airline as well as the uh, airport operator. Mm. Uh, but will this be of any use uh, or uh, it will ensure this kind of an incident does not happen? You can't say because, you know, what penalty they have proposed 1.2 lakhs, that is 12 million for uh, the airline and uh, 3 million for um, the aerodrome operator. If you were to tell in a simple term, it's a peanut. Sometimes, you know, what happens? We have a very strong belief in the aviation circle. The penalty for non-compliance should be in such a way, uh, one of the very famous words of uh, US DOT and FAA statement is, the non-compliance penalty should be in such a way, the rogue attitude of the operator doesn't get repeated. Beautiful word, I, I used to enjoy this word. They will not say the non-compliance attitude. They will say the rogue attitude of the operator does not get repeated. That is, unless otherwise the points are phenomenally high, this attitude will continue to be that. You may ask me, sir, 1.2 pros is a big money, but consider the aviation sector, consider the number of aeroplanes that the airline has got, consider the daily revenue of that airline, what is 1.2 pros? It's nothing. It's not going to have a pinch on that. See, our government does sometimes very tactful way of proposing penalties. Recently, one of the airlines uh, violated a, a dangerous goods requirement, that is, they carry certain dangerous goods not in accordance with the requirement. The, the beauty of that was that right to carry the cargo was suspended. What will be the impact on the revenue? Till such a time they correct it. Had they put, say, 20 lakhs fine, also the airline would have just like that paid. The 20 lakhs fine. Today it has become also uh, some sort of a scene I see every month or every now and then. Newspapers carry a message. Uh, Civil Aviation Authority could collect uh, 2.5 crores, 3 crores, like that. Look at the whole Indian aviation business value capitalization. What is the uh, amount of penalties? Peanuts. And this parent is certainly not going to uh, bring in some sort of effectiveness. If the fines are there, it should be felt by the person who, who has done a mistake. 1.2 crores, we mean to say an airline of Indigo nature is going to even feel 1.2 crores. Definitely not. Because you might have seen in the last few months, many occasions when the penalties are paid, uh, I have never seen so far, or I have not heard so far, any airline uh, at least raising an objection for the penalty. The moment the penalty, because there is a provision. If the penalties are proposed, you can always go to the authority say that I don't need to pay the penalty because <clears throat> I have not done anything wrong. The very fact, many of the operators, what is happening, three, four airlines names repeatedly come every month. Uh, they are willing to pay the money within hours of uh, uh, the penalty being proposed. I, uh, we hope they have already paid. Uh, that shows. Actually, I don't care. It's not a big issue. In my opinion, 
that 1.2 crores for an airline of indigo nature, it's nothing. It's not even a peanut. Uh, the, the basic problem in uh, why these things are happening or there is no, nobody is willing to contest it. You, you, you know the earlier cases of uh, even Air India where the urine, uh, urine issue was going on and all those things, some fines were proposed and so on and so forth. We are not seeing any airline even uh, saying that, no, we are not going to pay it because we have not done anything wrong. How this is happening is, if you really look at it, the airlines business is expanding, airlines people are working, but more of skill development is there. People are given, people believe skill development is the issue. When you have got skill as the core issue, and if the skill is not supported by knowledge, this type of situations will certainly the knowledge-driven skill is what is required in aviation. But unfortunately, uh, over a period of time, uh, we, uh, we focus too much on skills. Nothing wrong. Skill must be developed. The people should have the required skill. But merely having a skill is of no use. They should have the knowledge-driven skill. This is what I have been telling for quite some time. We do not have the basic knowledge. The, if you take this example of handling it, the knowledge was not there. The skill was there managing the situation of allowing the passengers, but the knowledge was not there. What would be the consequences of it? If the knowledge was there, their action would have been different. They know uh, today's skills are to do what to do, but the knowledge only will support, make the person to do the right thing when things go wrong, like in a disruption flights or a delayed flight, or another consequential flight, they'll be in a position to So what is required today is knowledge-driven skill, but people say we are spending so much on skill development. Uh, so it be, but they need to focus on knowledge because many of the people may not know even uh, what would have gone wrong if something, if the people have been allowed to let loose on the tarmac, what all possibilities would have happened? Assuming that they had a safety issue, it will not be 1.2 crores. Okay, fine. It could be much, much, much more than that. Oh, finally, uh, some of the foreign uh, countries do have this problem almost every year. Uh, if a similar situation uh, happens there, what could have been, how could have they solved this problem? And obviously, uh, the SOP which we keep uh, hearing, what sort of SOPs do they have and how strictly are they followed? See, weather-related issue is certainly minimum in India. We have it only in the month of uh, maybe end December to January, uh, February first week. That too, when it is associated to Delhi primarily and sometimes to Jaipur. Otherwise, we do not have great weather issues. Maybe once in a way, uh, torrential rain in Chennai or uh, uh, Bombay or Vaisag may lead to certain diversions and delays. That too for a couple of hours or maximum of a day. But this weather issue arising due to winter weather issues is highly restricted to Delhi, maybe sometimes to uh, Jaipur. But if you look at it globally, many of the European stations and the American stations are always there. The, it's, a, it, it's a continuous phenomenon for them. And uh, second thing, when the winter starts itself, every airline, you can see that there are, every airline will work on standby resources. They will forget about even the weather, the, the Thanksgiving traffic, Christmas traffic. 
vacation travel. Like that, they are in a position to visualize and they are in a position to do a phenomenal forecasting. Not only the traffic forecasting. Today, our airlines are very good in forecasting the traffic during the season. For example, Diwali time or any of those times. The next action that they do is revise the fares. But they don't prepare themselves for a seamless transportation. If you take the winter schedules, people, uh, they, do they do a forecasting? Yes, absolutely. They do a forecasting for the traffic. How many passengers are likely to travel? How can I increase the fare? How can I corner more money? That forecasting of Indian airlines are doing it. But their forecasting of possible delays, disruptions of flight appears to be still far away from the thinking. So we cannot compare directly with the European carriers or American carriers because their focus is always on forecasting. The delays arising due to this type of reception. That is the problem there. There, if your flights are getting delayed, it costs the airline money. For everything, there are compensations. What do you have in India? We do not have anything in India. We just say if the flight is delayed, yes, up the, the, sometimes they be, there is a circular to say the meal is to be served. What meal also we are not told, whether it's a cold meal or a appropriate hot meal of the time, nothing we are told. And even if you take, you take these low-cost carriers, they delay the flight for four hours and on board they don't give anything. If that type of penalties, are, when I say penalties, with that type of conditions are given, the airlines will look at that cost. When they look at the cost, they will be in a position to forecast the delays also. Today, there's nothing. Okay, let's take 1.2 crores penalty and 30 lakhs of penalty. It goes to the government. In what way the passengers who suffered were benefited by this fine? Let's ask a very fair question. In what way the passengers who were affected on the flights were compensated? That is what is more important. Our government regulation should be in such a way, irrespective of whether you're a low-cost carrier or a legacy carrier, if your flight is delayed more than X minutes, you are bound to do this. That type of regulation should come. Not with the generic condition saying that passengers should be taken care of. What is the taken care of? It should be very clearly detailed whether they should be given meal, whether they should be given hotel, whether they should be given A, B, C, D, everything should be that. And if the airline starts spending on it, you will find them forecasting delays arising due to weather. You will find them trying to schedule the flights in such a way they don't do too much of back-to-back -to -back with this type of uh, giving some elbow room for this type of situations. So far, that is not that. You will find the airlines will say, and the airlines will say, uh, what, uh, the standard words they will say, sorry for the inconvenience, sorry for the delay. This type of words will come. This type of words are not going to give real comfort to the affected passengers. Passengers have been kept in an aeroplane for hours. Passengers have been kept for hours in the uh, unknown, not knowing what's going to happen. The airline should be made like foreign countries. So let's not compare Indian operators with foreign operators because foreign operators have got a very specific guide guidelines. You might have seen some passengers getting stuck for 10 hours, 12 hours in a foreign airport due to weather, but they are compensated, they are taken care of. Here, what is that? That's a big question. Let's take one of the flights which we are talking about. If the flight was delayed for a couple of hours, does where that passenger served the meal on board? That's a big question. 
when the flight is delayed for more than one hour, the passenger should be given a meal. Then you will find all the airlines operating on time, irrespective of the weather or not. This is my firm belief. Thank you, Govind, for joining us. Thank you.